Hello, everybody. Welcome to Moments of Joy. This is your host, Camille Joy. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. This is episode two. And today's topic is I choose joy. Let's get right to it. Welcome to Moments of Joy. I need the joy. Welcome to episode two, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time, my name is Camille Joy, and the purpose of this podcast is to leave you encouraged, uplifted, and to help you to focus on your moments of joy. What are moments of joy, you might ask, and they are places that you can pull on in your heart and your mind as you go through what life may bring. Moments of joy are moments of happiness, moments that bring a smile to your face, moments of looking to the future and not looking at the present. It could be so many different things, so many different things. But today I want to encourage you to choose joy. Although I am going to make a lot of notes to mothers because I am a mom, (laughs) this show is not just for mothers. It is not just for women, but it is for the person who is trying to rebuild their life after traumatic situations, trauma of any kind. Um, My goal is to uplift you. My goal is to encourage you. And my goal is to push you to focus on joy through whatever trauma you might have gone through. So although I say a lot to mommies, it may be just what is on my heart for the moment. But I encourage you, even if you are not a mother, if you are a man, a woman, a boy or girl, to take from what I will share. I am a Christian, so everything that I say will be based on that. Everything that I say will be based on tests and trials that I've been seeing through. So if I tell you that the Lord is able, example, (laughs) it is because I know he is. It's because I've watched him move on my life. So I just want to encourage you today. I'm going to be super transparent. On the show Moments of Joy week after week, I will be super transparent. I will be super real. I am not someone who seeks to just find fame and want a million followers on Instagram and want a million people to call me and book me. That is not my purpose. Um, The purpose is to help somebody. I have gone through multiple really extreme trials in my life and I I just want somebody who may not have anyone to encourage them to be uplifted. And when I first felt the push to 
start this podcast, I struggled with being so transparent. I I didn't really want to share everything that the Lord was leading me to because, you know, I wanted to cover what I wanted to cover. I wanted to shield what people, whatever. No, you know, this is my business, but here I am. So I avail myself so that you can be uplifted and so that you can be encouraged. Even if one person on this line has been saved from suicide or has been given words of encouragement um, to push them through to the next day, then my heart is glad. This week's topic is called Choose Joy. I Choose Joy. I Choose Joy. And um, it, it is a special note to mommies. As I said, sometimes my notes will be to mommies. And this one is to the mommies. As I was driving to work on Tuesday, I just was filled with so much gratitude. And that is what fueled this episode. I have just got a glimpse of how far... The Lord has brought me over the years. And so today, I'm going to share part of who Camille Joy is. Part um, of where God has brought me from and where I am. And how I decided to choose joy. I want to share so that you can. So this note is for the mommies because it's not always easy. Being a mother is so hard on any level, whether you're a single mom, whether you're a mom of one, to figure that thing out and to be a parent in general. it You have life in your hand. And most of us say, you know, oh, I don't want my child to, go through what I went through if if you had any kind of anything happen in your life that you didn't like as a child oh well you know what I'm not gonna repeat that and so we want to make sure we protect and we guard our children in the right way so me Camille Joy I became a mother at 16 years old my junior year of high school in the summer um I gave birth to a baby, a baby boy, seven pounds, 11 ounces, pushed out. And um, I entered into this phase of motherhood. Shout out to my parents who, you know, I can't imagine getting the news that um, your child is 16, well, 15 years old, is pregnant. I can't imagine what that feels like. Um, I, I would imagine that they felt like failures. Um, I, I know that it was very hard, but I had a child at 16 who, let me pause right here. My baby boy is 16 years old now. He's getting ready to be 17 and he is an amazing child and on the roll student. He's a star basketball player. He is huge, six feet four, size 14 shoe, but God bless me with him. Um, He gets on my nerves sometimes, (laughs) as all teenagers do, but I love him and I'm glad that um, 
he made it. You know, he's almost there, senior year, and recruiters are calling. But um, I had him when I was 16. So, you know, at 16, you don't really feel what maybe a 30-year-old would fear, feel. So I wasn't really fearful, you know. As I think back, I'm like, Camille, you you really, you kind of still have not a care in the world. So I had him at 16. Statistics show that when a woman has a teenage baby, they're at a greater risk of having another one before they're 18 or by the time they are 18. So I fell into that. And at 17 years old, I entered into this relationship that was... Not abusive at the time, but it then it became abusive. I left home my senior year, and I dropped out of high school, and I went to jump in the pool and flew full-fledged, be in this relationship that I thought was everything. I was very materialistic, and, you know, he pulled up at my school with the Range Rover and let me drive and I had a gold ring on every finger, gold chains, and I just was swooped away into this land of fairy tale, but it wasn't actually a fairy tale. I got into this abusive relationship. It was just a mess. Uh, I was just really broken. I think that a lot of times we we judge women who are in abusive relationships and we say, wow, I would never let somebody hit me. Even that young, I remember saying those words, but I still then found myself in that situation where we would go both blow and toe to toe. And I stayed for five years and I stayed for five years because I continued to have baby, baby, baby. So by 21 years old, I had four children. So from 21 to 17, I had gone through a lot. And I remember the moment of escape and the moment of leaving, the moment I chose that, okay, enough is enough. I had gone a long periods of time without talking to my parents and specifically my mom, we have began to rebuild our relationship after I had what was then my last child, my fourth child. And she would come over and visit me every now and then. She would bring me baby clothes and things. So this was, God had blessed her with a job that was next to where I lived at the time because I was very isolated. I lived like an hour away from my family but God blessed her to be up there so she would always come visit and beforehand she didn't even know I was pregnant until I was eight months pregnant and that's like how long I even at that age would go without talking to her and I was 21 and my mom came one day and I had already been storing up bags of clothes and trying to figure out you know, I didn't want to be there, but I didn't have the strength and I didn't have the guts to leave yet. And even though I wanted to, you know, I, I felt like I couldn't face the embarrassment and I couldn't, you know, picture. I'm like, how? what am I going to do with four kids? 
Then my mom, she would encourage me every now and then. She would say, hey, if you ever want to come back home, you know, you, you can. So she planted seeds and I remember her saying it and I would be like, I'm not going back home. But one day she came to visit and she brought clothes for the baby. And we just began to sit down and talk and share and talk. You know, she would just visit with the kids. But when her visit was over, I remember going outside to see. So she visited and it was time to go. So I walked her to her car and he came to the door and started to yell because it was drizzling outside. And my mom was like, okay, um, you know what? I'll see you later. So. She left, she pulled off, and it started to rain cats and dogs. It rained so heavy. And I went back in the house with my little ones and um, my three little ones following behind me. It was three of them. And we got into a huge argument and a huge fight. At that moment, that was enough. That was it for me. I called my mom back and I said, Mom, I can you please come get me? I'm ready. I can't take this anymore. She said, of course. She turned around. She parked her car and I unloaded that closet that I had been preparing to leave and escape with. I put the car seats in the car and that day in the rain, we pulled off and I never looked back. What was very important was my mother's support. It took a lot. I needed a no judgment zone. I didn't need anyone to say, well, you know, you shouldn't have. I didn't need that. I needed love. I needed support. And I want to encourage you that are listening out there that have a family member that may not be doing what you think they should do at the moment. You have to be the one to pour out the love it's very important (laughs) so we go to mom's house and here begins the journey of now rebuilding as a mommy what am I going to do what am I going to do I did manage to get my GED all of these years while I was there but then it, what what would I do? I tried to work. That didn't work because I had to then give my little paycheck to the babysitter. So I had to begin to focus on my future. What would I do? So out of a gloomy situation where I, I was made to cook every day and felt like a slave, it, it actually created... My love and my talent for cooking. So from my mother's encouragement, I decided to dive into the pool of culinary and I went to culinary school. And and I became a chef. So when I went back to my mom's house, It was hard. It was hard. We had to put two couches together and that was our bed. 
mom, she had a house, but it was more me and my sisters were there. So we came back and we loved on each other. We helped each other. And we started to, instead of focus on how hard it is to, how am I going to feed these children? God, what, what is my future here? We chose to focus on the joy. We chose joy. Even, even in rebuilding my life, it, it has not been easy. It has been hard as I left my mom's house and I took my children and I went to culinary school. I lived in the projects for a little while because that's what I could afford. They went income based. So if I had to have a zero rent, if I had to have $50 rent, I was still able to provide a roof over my children's head, three bedrooms, two bathrooms. I was still able to have room and space for them. I focused on setting goals. I focused on looking to the future. I used to practice this, and I and I don't really know where I got it from, but I would close my eyes at night and lay in the bed, and I would envision myself climbing up a ladder and taking myself above my reality and I would just sit on the clouds in my thoughts literally I would close my eyes and imagine myself climbing on up the ladder to get away from what the reality was and I would picture what my life would be and there I was fast forward a little you know, there I was with my four children. I got blessed with a car, but it was a 1989 Mercury Grand Marquis. My first car. So that that's a huge boat <laughs> that I drove. I graduated culinary school and I was making $8.25. I was on food stamps. But I would write out <laughs> what I wanted in life. I would continue to always look, okay, I'm here for work, but where can I where can I get more? I continue to climb the ladder. So I would take my thoughts and I would think about what can be, what I wanted, what I wanted. I was single. And I and I started down. I wrote down what what I want. I wanted I wanted marriage. I wanted a husband. But you know, out of my abuser's mouth, who who's gonna want you with four kids? And you know what? Some people wouldn't. But I'm married today to a wonderful man. God is able to do anything. He will take you out of your current situation. Like I said, you know, I just shared that little bit of me today. And, it, and that's just a little bit of tests and trials, you know. It didn't it didn't all become glorious after that. 
after I, I rebuilt my life and I began to really dive into who God was and, and building a relationship with him. And no, that's not even perfect. None of us are perfect. You know, people have different views of Christians, but I think for the most part, you know, we just desire the Lord. We just desire to know him. I began to dive into that which my parents had gave me as a root and as a foundation. And I, and there's a scripture and it says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. God has plans to prosper us. And he did. He prospered me. Today, I, I'm no longer broken, but I am healed by the blood of the lamb. I am no longer a single mother. God gave me a wonderful husband who I was able to have a wonderful, blessed little boy with. I, I am an executive chef of a Fortune 500 company. I'm a personal chef to the billionaires that own it. We cook for people around the world. You know, and I am grateful because by the world's statistics, I should be right there in those projects. I should be right there. But I chose to focus. I chose to take my mind and let's go up on this little ladder. Let's think about all the possibilities. Let's focus on the joy in my life. Let's claim what is mine. Nothing in life is going to be easy. As I, today is, you know, August 8th. And you guys will listen to this podcast way after but I record them way ahead of time and so I woke up this morning at 4 30 a.m and here I am recording my podcast and the morning where my baby boy he's getting ready to have open heart surgery he was born with congenital heart disease and he's getting ready to have open heart surgery this morning but I am dedicated to what God called me to do and I'm dedicated to encouraging you that even on this morning where I should be heavy hearted where I should be nervous I'm not I woke up and I declared that this morning I'm choosing joy I'm in control I'm in control so we're gonna wake up joyful Mason is going to have a wonderful surgery. But there's going to be tests and trials in your life. There's going to be moments where you, many, some of you may even contemplate suicide. But that's not an option. That is not an option. I challenge you today to choose joy. I challenge you today that no matter where you might find yourself, that you would make a plan 
for what you desire. Even if even if it's a plan that seems unreachable, that you today would make a plan for your life. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. If you're struggling with addiction, if you are if you want to switch your job and you can't see how you would ever get a job, another job that's like this one, if you want your marriage to be healed. Whatever is weighing on your heart today, let's bring that up on the ladder. And let's think about all the possibilities. Let's think about all the joyous things that could happen. You know, life comes with enough stress. You know, we have to pay our bills. (laughs) We have to, you know, face so many different situations in our families family brokenness and, you know, fighting and so many things, so many things that could weigh our heart down. But I want to just speak to your heart today. And I want to encourage you to be strengthened, be uplifted, be uplifted. This podcast is the place where you will be encouraged. Wow. She came out of that. She came out of that abusive relationship. And today is standing. Today is whole. Today is an example of light to women to be free today. So, as I said in the beginning, this note is for mommies. You know, taking care of children can be so hard. And I especially want to speak to you today. And although I realize all my listeners are not mommies, and I pray that you are encouraged for today, it's for you, mommy. You will see your way out. While you're in it, you will see your way out. If you're in an abusive relationship anywhere and you're listening, while you're in it, see your way out. And I pray that God gives you strength to leave. Project Mommy, if you are listening, I pray that you would see your way out. College student, that is a mommy, if you're listening. You're going to see your way excelling. See it before it happens. Envision where you want to be and it will happen. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, even just about marriage. And how I told her, I remember one of my kids when he was four years old, he was like, mommy, you need a husband. And I was like, baby, that is so funny. Why, why does mommy need a husband? He's like, mommy, four kids and one mom. That's crazy. (laughs) It's so funny. So even then thinking back to where I was and where I, where I am now actually having a loving marriage you never really you never really I mean you believe that God will do it but 
it just seems so far from reality when you're in it. But anything is possible. Anything is possible. See it before it happens. And today, our challenge for this week is to choose joy. So when someone calls you and aggravates you this week, you're going to choose not to react and you're going to choose joy. You're going to take take control of our surroundings. That's what we're going to do. Even in our workplace, our cubicle, let's choose joy. You can, you know, those affirmations that we talked about last episode. Let's get something to help us to stay focused. You know, stay fearless. Stay focused. Stay fearless. I have a friend who has an organization called Honey Be Fearless. And that just means, you know, whatever you think may be too hard and a little fear grips you, honey, be fearless. So today I quote her, let's be fearless. Even I think up to this date, the hardest time for me in my life was entering into then a custody battle for, God knows, three years with my ex for my children and losing. That was the worst period in my life where I um I was severely depressed. I was severely suicidal. You know, having such a happy home and then having to face that, you know, our our justice system is wrong. It's not right. It's corrupt. And how would I lose my children to someone, you know, who I felt, you know, it just wasn't right. With one of the best lawyers in the state, I still lost. And I was like, God, what? I am going to die, you know? I I also want to speak to this that mother today, that forgotten mother, that mother that's been shamed. You know, even in that, I had to focus on the joy. I had to still believe that although, oh, wow, a year passed and I can't see my children and he's withholding my relationship with them, I had to choose joy. I had to still date my husband who we were dating, I had to still date. I had to still carry out this vision that the Lord gave me where I worked with children. I had a step team, a drum line and a color guard. I still had to work every day and not be a depressed individual walking around. I had to still choose joy, although my heart was heavy. Although there were plenty of nights where I did contemplate suicide and had to call my mom at 3 a.m. to set into and not even be able to say, hey, mom, can you pray for me? Because the depression was that severe. I had to make a decision. Either I'm going to die here or I'm going to choose joy and get up. I'm going to fight. And I thank God for bringing me through each and every situation that I have mentioned. Because when I look back, 
It is not what it it was. It is not what it was. But every situation has turned around. I thank God for even my son as we get ready to go to his surgery that this is going to be his story and that I thank God for life this morning. I thank God for joy. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. If you know someone who needs encouragement, please share with them. Please share with them so that they too will be uplifted. So that they too will know, hey, it's not just you that that ever goes through. So hold on. You can follow me on Instagram at Mrs. Camille Joy. And check out my website, www.camillejoy.com. All right, guys. See you next week. All through my life.